hot, hot, hot. Bring the heat. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Welcome to Speak Up Talk Radio, where nothing is off limits when it comes to your health, wellness, healthcare safety, or just plain sanity. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, author of the book on the recommended reading list of the U.S. Army's Medical Department, titled Speak Up and Stay Alive, The Patient Advocate Hospital Survival Guide, available at the website speakupandstayalive.com. As a healthcare safety speaker, trainer, and researcher, it is my goal to keep you safe from what the masses embrace as normal. Thank you for joining me today as together we become the voice for informed choice. So turn off that microwave radiation emitting cell phone because it's time to get started. Well, right now I have the most blissful person you'll ever hear on this program. And I just met her recently when she was referred by a fellow podcaster whose name you will know, Rebecca Hall Greuter. She airs her podcasts on our network. Her show's called Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Heard at speakuptalkradio.com. And now today's guest shares her program with us on the network too. So uh, who is this happy new friend of mine? She is Monika Sawyer. Monika is the best-selling author of the book titled Choose Bliss, The Power and Practice of Joy and Contentment, which was recently honored with the very prestigious Women of Impact Quill Award by Focus on Women magazine. She has been investing in real estate for over 20 years, so has worked through several different cycles of the market. Through her strategies, she has turned now get this, $10,000 into over $2 million, working only 5 to 10 hours per month with very little stress. She is also the host of the podcast, Real Estate Investing for Women, where she focuses on the aspects of real estate investing, including strategies, mindset, emotional mastery, money smart, and so much more to ensure that her listeners have success. Her expertise and her blissful laugh have been featured all over the world in over 50 podcasts on stages, radio, and TV stations, including ABC, CBS, Fox, and The CW, and now on Speak Up Talk Radio. And I know you will love her as much as I do, so welcome to the show, Monica. Hey there, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I can't help but have a blissful laugh when I hear you as well. Yeah. You know what? Laughter is the best medicine, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I tend to laugh all day, so we're in good shape. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Now, you know, I know I caught everyone's attention when I mentioned that you turned $10,000 into $2 million, so I do want to talk about that. But first, I want to know why you wrote a book titled Choose Bliss, The Practice and Joy of Contentment. I'm kind of guessing that that mindset has a lot to do with becoming successful, whether it's in real estate or not. But I am very interested to hear your story. Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So, you know, I've had quite a journey. So I was um, born in a part of America so many years ago that was um, where I was the only person that was colored. And so right from a very young age, I learned that people were not going to like me. I was humiliated and tormented and just treated bullied badly, you know. And um, as I grew up in, in these communities, the bullying became 
even worse. You know, there are horrible things that teenage boys do to teenage girls. And, um, and I just, my life wasn't getting better. It's like I was trying so hard. I was a, a real studier of mindset. Um, and so I was working so hard on keeping myself stable, but life just kept getting harder, it seemed. Um, when I finally graduated from college, I was really excited. I got a brand new job and, you know, life was going to turn around. And then I got in a horrible car accident and I was a professional dancer. That was the thing that kept me, kept me stable for so many years. And in this car accident, I lost my legs. So I had, be, I became a cripple and, um, was supposed to be in a chair. I fought that whole thing. But anyways, whatever. It was, it was a really, really horrible time. And, about that time, I kind of realized that no matter what I did, life wasn't going to work for me. And I fell into a huge, huge depression. I remember one morning I was laying in bed. I had been in a, in a horrible depression for a couple of years. I was laying in bed. I had been crying for about a week, just hadn't even gotten out of bed. And I heard my mom's voice in my head. <laughs> Thank you, mom, right? Um, but I heard my mom's voice in my head and she says, Monica, get out of bed. You'll feel better if you get some air. And so I pushed the covers over my, you know, off of my head and, and went to get out of bed. But my legs were so weak that I fell to the ground. They couldn't hold me. And so as I sat there on the, the ground, not able to get up in my bedroom, I just cried. And that morning I prayed and I asked God, you know, I can't keep going this way. So either have mercy on me and bring me home or teach me how to live. And an hour later, it was just amazing. The answer from God came. I got a phone call from a girlfriend of mine who I hadn't heard from for about two years. It was a completely random call. She heard me crying and she was like, what's happening? And so I told her a little bit and she turned me on to her coach. And this coach, Ted, saved my life. He basically reminded me of what life is really all about. He reminded me that as children, you know, these little babies, they're born as these bundles of joy and bliss with this excitement to be alive and to experience life and to learn and, you know, and to live, right? And then somehow life teaches us to be afraid and that it's not good, but that's not how we were meant to be. And so he really reminded me of that. He reminded me of the power that I had created within myself through all of my own study and that in fact my trauma could be my blessing. And together we brought me back to being Monika again, you know, and um, he then hired me as a coach underneath him. And together we created programs um, using his strategies and my strategies to help executives in the Silicon Valley bring back the joy into their lives. Because what we were discovering is that these executives, you know, they were rich. They had the great house, the, you know, the seemingly perfect marriage, the beautiful car, the, you know, they had so much going on for them. And frequently what we would find is that they were just not happy. And so their businesses started to suffer. Their marriages started to suffer. They weren't having the kinds of relationships with their children that they wanted. So I became a bliss coach to teach them how to bring that inspiration back into their life. So as a coach, I was only able to reach so many people. Um, and so I wrote my book so that I could take that message out into the world. And in the book, um, I cover the 12 
strategies that consistently worked for myself and for all of my clients. So it was a way for me to get that out there into the world and impact many more lives than I could just do one-on-one. So that's why I ended up writing the book. Oh, I'm sitting here with chills and tears and and smiles. You said something so huge. You said trauma. You realized that trauma could be your blessing. And if there's no other message that we share today for those listening, because I think we all have some level of trauma, probably not as serious as what you had gone through, but we all have trauma in our lives. And some people sink down into it and some realize, wow, this can be what pulls me out. And not only saves me, but saves other people. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being who you are and for rising above and being able to get out there and help other people. It is a blessing. Yeah, thank you so much. I love that the book has gotten the kind of reception that it has because it means that I'm able to reach more people, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, thank you so much for that. And you know what else, Monica? So I look at your picture on a website, I hear your voice, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this person has it all, and she's successful, she's written books, and she's doing this and this. My other my other lesson learned here is that you cannot tell by looking. You know, if you, you just meet somebody on the street or glance at somebody in the grocery store, you have no idea what that person has gone through or what their story is all about. So I just think that's another important little gem to pull from all of this as well. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because as I'm out and about talking on stages, I do hear a lot of this sort of, well, it's easy for you. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you're wealthy. You're a happy person. You're, you know, happily married. And the thing that I really want people to understand is that it hasn't always been this way. I've created it, right? And my marriage is happy because I'm a happy person. I'm not happy because my marriage is great. I mean, both of them support each other. But what I'm trying to say is that the outside world does not determine how you feel inside. Your inside determines how you respond to the outside world. And if good things happen, it's because of the joy that you're expressing and then those things are attracted to you, and then they support that joy in your life. They aren't the things that create the joy in your life. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely it makes sense, yes. And I definitely want to explore this a little bit further in a, in a minute, but I also want to be sure we have enough time to talk about the tricks to becoming successful in the real estate market. I mean, what I said mm-hmm. I, what I said was astounding, to take 10000 turn it into $2 million and work you know, a few hours a month. You've got to share a little bit about that as well. Yes. Okay, so I started with a $10,000 gift for my wedding. And here's the thing with real estate. So um, my experience with real estate started when I was three years old. My parents, as you know, were immigrants. And they came to this country with only $200 in their pocket. And they had heard that real estate was the golden ticket to wealth in the United States. So my dad was really excited about starting a real estate business. So they bought their first home, and then I was born. And then as new parents filled with sort of joy and excitement and hope and love, they decided that they were going to start investing in real estate so that they could give me the life that they wanted to give me, right? So... When I was three years old, they bought their first investment property. Then fast forward 15 years, and they were able to pay for my college education with real estate. They also paid for the college educations of both of my sisters. They paid for all of our weddings, all of this from investing in real estate. So when I graduated from college, 
Um, I graduated at a time that was the economy was horrible. <laughs> and so I was really freaked out about money. Now, I had seen what real estate could do for someone's life, but I had also seen what so many people have seen with landlords. I had seen the struggle of my dad. I had seen the issues with the tenants, the mortgage problems, the maintenance problems on the properties. I had seen my dad suffer a lot of stress. And one of the things that I knew, you know, from my previous story, I did not need anything else in my life that was going to cause me upset, stress, or depression, right? I needed something that was going to be uplifting and support me. So I was very not interested in investing in real estate. And I remember one day I sat down, I was sitting down with my dad talking to him about what was I going to do? What was my future going to look like? And over the dinner table that night, he said something to me that completely changed my life. What he said is, you know, Monica, everybody has fear, everybody has stress, and everybody has money issues. Do you want poor people money issues or do you want rich people money issues? <laughs> Wow. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> I hear you giggle. Yeah. That's something else, right? Like, first of all, as a kid, I was like, well, rich people don't have money issues, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> everybody's got money issues. And so that really sank in. And for me, I thought, well, gosh, if I'm going to have stress anyways, I might as well be rich and stressed mm -hmm. out, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so um, I moved forward into investing in real estate, and I bought my very first property with a wedding gift um, when my husband and I got married. And the very first investment, um, I will say it was a nightmare. I followed exactly in my dad's footsteps, learned exactly what he had to teach me, you know. And I had the problems with my tenants and the maintenance and all of that stuff. I sold that place and I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> but it was like it was in my blood, right? And so I bought the next property. But the thing that I did differently is that I decided I had to focus on how this is going to be a joyful experience. I wanted to enjoy the journey and I wanted to enjoy the wealth that it would give me. And this is something that's really, really key. For me, real estate was a long-term commitment. True wealth in real estate happens if you have a long-term vision, not the get-rich-quick type of view that a lot of us get from television these days, right? right. So it's a long-term thing. Well, if this is going to be a long-term thing in my, in my life, it had to be a joyful experience. I was not going to have something long-term that was going to cause me pain and grief. So I created a streamlined system or series of systems to get the best tenants, to manage the properties in the most joyful way, and to create the wealth that I wanted. And that's now what I teach is how to create wealth in a joyful, blissful way so that it supports the bliss in your life rather than sucking the life out of you. Wow. So you counsel people on this and coach people on this if they contact you and through your website, correct? Yes. Yes. I'm not doing one-on-one um, -on -one coaching right now, but I do have um, a home study course. I have Facebook groups. I respond to email, all of that stuff. So, and then I do have some workshops that happen, you know, a couple times a year. So absolutely. All right. While we're talking about this, why don't you just share your website and then we'll grab it again so folks can begin to write that down. Yeah, it's blissfulinvestor.com. Okay. Easy. Blissfulinvestor.com. All right. Keeping up with bliss. Now, you say something on your website where you highly recommend that you dedicate, that people dedicate 
some time and or money to helping others around you. I found that to be very fascinating as well. Why is that? There is this thing called the giver's high. It's actually clinically tested and proven. The thing is that life, no matter how much money you're making, you find at some point that you need meaning. Meaning is that thing that gives us the reason to be alive. Helping others is such an easy way to get that feeling of meaning. And it, it makes you want to do more. Once makes you want to do more in your business, more in your life, and also more for other people. So that's one of the tenets of bliss. You know, whether it's holding a door for somebody or smiling at somebody and making their day or laughing loud enough that everybody in a story can hear you, right? Or if you can go out and help an organization. I personally um, dedicate much of my time and money to a school in India that helps to balance the opinion of women in the community. Because, you know, if you uplift women, that's great. But if they have to fight the men no. for their right, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So I am supporting a school in India that teaches the men and the women that they're equals so that that community can be uplifted. So that's something that's really close to my heart, and it gives me a huge amount of fulfillment. But you don't have to be rich to do good for others. You can do it at all different levels. Wow, this is so beautiful. I love the giver's high. I, I mean, I know how I feel when I do good things, but I never really thought mm -hmm. to give it that name, the giver's high. I'm going to have to uh, think about that a little bit more. Thank you for sharing this with us. Yeah. Yes. Let's keep rolling here. You talk about the top three things that are clouding your bliss. I mean, it's one thing to talk about, oh, you need to be blissful and happy for what it is. What should we be looking at that might be kind of hanging over our heads that we can somehow help to scatter and remove? So the first one is the hope that your prince in shining armor will come and save you. And I don't just mean a person. I mean the money. I mean, the nice house or the, you know, whatever it is, the relationship. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. We can't control what happens in the world around us or what people do to us, but we can always control how we choose to respond. And our choices within ourselves are going to be the things that create our bliss. The same experience can happen to two different people. And they can have completely different responses and completely different emotional takeaways from that, right? So it's about developing the skills to create bliss or a blissful outcome in any given situation. And you do that inside of yourself. The other thing is to remember that creating bliss is not a one and done type of thing. You don't get there and then you're done. It's more like brushing your teeth. You've got to actually focus on this every single day. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to be sustainable. <laughs> bliss is a practice that you focus on and that you put your attention on and that you prioritize in your life. Because here's the thing. Everything that we do in our life is because we think it's going to make us happy. Even if we think it's just going to help us to survive. So everything that we do in life is so that we can be happy. So why is it that we don't focus on that end result? from the very beginning, rather on all of those little things that we think are going to get us there. So focus on that end result. And um, and then the other one is to actually to learn the strategies so that it becomes a habit. Bliss is a habit. So as we focus on it, in the beginning it's hard, maybe. We don't ever lose the focus on it. But if it becomes a habit, a habitual way of being, thinking, and feeling, 
It becomes easier and easier and easier over time. And life becomes more and more blissful. I'm not at the most blissful I'm ever going to be. I've developed the habit. I've developed the focus. And my life just keeps getting better because of that. It doesn't mean that I don't have challenges or bad days. We're all human. Bliss does not mean that you never experience bad emotions. All it means is that you're always able to come back to this bliss equilibrium which is your home state. And you have the confidence that you can always come back to that state no matter what you're experiencing in life and that you'll come back more quickly. Does that make sense? Oh, it does make sense. And so there are some tools that we need to actually learn. It's it's not something, I guess, that's inherent within us, or maybe it is and we lose it because of just life. But what you offer is a way to help people reconnect with this. And then I like what you also said right at the top. It's pretty much about perception. Two people could be in the same situation and react differently because they choose to perceive it in a different direction. So once we have these tools, we can perceive things in a more blissful way. Wow. So much to learn from you, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of learning, you have the podcast called Real Estate Investing for Women. And so you Mm -hmm. focus on all of this. It's not just a strict real estate uh, podcast. It encompasses everything we're talking about today. All right. Real Estate Investing for Women is the podcast on your website and also at the Speak Up Talk radio website. I'm proud to have that on the air with us as well. Is there anything, as we were chatting, is there anything that we missed that you felt we needed to bring up? First of all, I just want to encourage people to go to my website, blissfulinvestor.com. I have a free gift for you that is really my journey through real estate. It takes you from $10,000 to the multi-million dollars, what happened in the crash of 2001 and the 2008. I'm completely transparent to show people how easy it really can be. So I encourage your listeners to go there and download that and just kind of go through the journey with me. And again, that's at blissfulinvestor.com. And then I'd also like to leave you with a quote to really think about. Remember that bliss is your birthright. Choose to claim your bliss every single day. Can I say I love you? (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect. You've just wrapped all of this beauty up and so much information. I'm just so thrilled that we had this opportunity to share you. Before we head out, is there any one piece of advice that you would leave folks with who are looking to improve their lives and to attract bliss? Yes. Remember, bliss is an inside job. You have absolute control. Bliss is an inside job. That's awesome. All right, Monica Sawyer and the website is blissfulinvestor.com. I can't say any more about how much I appreciate your sharing your very personal story, but I think it's extremely inspiring to those who are listening. So, Monica Sawyer, thank you so much for today. Thank you for having me, Pat. This is a true pleasure. Are you in the market to purchase a home? Are you thinking of selling yours? Well, I've personally worked with the McCaskey team, 440-773-5542, or visit their website, mccaskeyteam.com, mccaskeyteam.com. Well, there you have it. Lots to think about and plenty to share with others. 
And to do so, simply head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, where you can listen to today's show again and hear previous episodes all under the Radio Archives button. And while you're there, visit the shop page to get a copy of the life-saving book, Speak Up and Stay Alive, Your Hospital Survival Guide. And for more of my books, visit Amazon.com. Type my name in the search bar, Patricia Rulo, R-U-L-L-O, and you will find some other goodies. Now, if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, listen to the show every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on WHKW AM 1220, as well as on WHKZ AM 1440. And tune in again every Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. Same show, but on WHK AM 1420. We're also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SpeakUpTalkRadio.com, and about 50 additional online venues. So uh, no excuse to miss a single episode. And if you just need more of me, invite me to speak to your group, club, church, business, or hospital. My presentations are fun, fast-paced, informative, and life-saving. And I can guarantee this, no one falls asleep on my watch. Visit speakupandstayalive.com for more information. Email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me and leave a message on the radio studio line 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for informed choice.